Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. Have you seen God, Mike? I have seen God, but not in a near-death experience. I saw Him in a totally different place. Well, I can't wait for you to tell us, and today we're going to talk about seeing God. I'm Mike Tucker. I'm Elizabeth Talbot. How did you see God? Well, actually, I've not seen Him face-to-face, obviously. Moses, uh, his experience teaches us that we can't do that and live, so Mm. that's not been it. And I've not seen Him in vision either. Mm. But I have seen Him, I think, as I've read the New Testament accounts of the life of Jesus. That's where I see God, because if you see Jesus, you've seen God. You know, this is uh, the opening of the Gospel of John. uh, Actually talks about that. And today Mm -hmm. we are going to start, for the rest of the month, Mm -hmm. we're going to be together with you through the Gospel of John. And we're going to study it deeply, and I'm so excited about it, Mike. Oh, I love this gospel. I really do. And John wastes no time. He gets right to the point. He announces right up front what his presupposition is, and that is he tells us who Jesus is, not just a good man, not just a prophet. He comes right out, and then he concludes the gospel the same way Mm. by a recap of what he told us. Mm. So, why don't we start from the very beginning of the gospel of John? Uh, We invite you to join us in John chapter 1, verse 1. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. See, at this moment, we still don't know who the Word is. No. But we just know that this Word has been there mm-hmm. from the beginning and was with God, and also the Word was God. Was God. This is a kind of harkens back to Genesis chapter 1, because in the beginning, God created the heavens and the That's earth. That's right. As a matter of fact, in the Greek, in the beginning, and mm-hmm. the Greek uh, translation of the Old Testament yeah. is exactly the same word. That's right. In the beginning. And not only does it say in the beginning, but later on, it continues with a sequence of creation. You get darkness mm-hmm. and you get light, and the light mm-hmm. dissipates the darkness. So, John is very deliberate in using what we call creation language. That's right. At the beginning. He's tying Jesus into the Creator, and he wants us to know that... It, Actually, if I understand this correctly, the the language in the beginning is before there was a beginning. Mm -hmm, Before mm -hmm. a beginning took place on this earth, Jesus Christ existed. He was God. He was with God. And He is the Creator. Yeah, and we can continue reading um, perhaps uh, verses 2 to 4. It says, He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being by Him, and apart from Him, nothing came into being that has come into being. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. This is wonderful because not only is he presenting Jesus as the creator of all things, but he already labels Jesus as the light. Mm-hmm. This is going to be um, a subject that we're going to come back and forth into the That's Gospel right. of John, that Jesus is the light is of the, the light. world that illumines the Word. But then we have a big announcement on verse 14. That's when we realize who the Word is. And verse 14 is one of my favorites. It says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory, glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. The, oh, man, this is, let's analyze this verse for mm-hmm. a moment because this is a big verse. <laughs> yes, it is. We call this the incarnation. The incarnation. When God became flesh. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of key words there. Um, let's see, which one should we start with? Maybe dwelt? Dwelt is tabernacled. 
And it's the same word is translated in the Septuagint for the tabernacle that was created in the wilderness. That's right. See, maybe we should say the Septuagint, again, for those that are not familiar mm-hmm. with the term, is the Greek translation of the Old Testament that was originally right. written mostly in Hebrew. And it happened many years before Christ, mm-hmm. about 200 years before Christ. Mm-hmm. So, many of the people in the New Testament used this Greek translation of the Old Testament. And when they saw this word tabernacled, made yeah. into a verb, right. we would say now encamped. Yeah. So, it would say the word became flesh and encamped among yeah. us. He pitched his tent with us and he took up residence with us. But again, in the same way that God dwelt with the children of Israel, they're in the midst, in the center of the camp, so that all could see. You know, when I read this word, I imagine God so badly wanting to be with me yes. that He took His sleeping bag mm-hmm. <laughs> and said, I'm going to live with them, That's right. and I'm going to become one of them. I'm moving into your house, I'm sleeping in the living room, on the couch, with my sleeping bag, is basically what He's saying here. That's right. I came to be with you. And that, that to me, is one of the most comforting thoughts ever, because sometimes you feel all alone in this world. That's right. Like there's no one who cares, no one who's with you, but God has said, no, I've cared enough for you that I'm living with you. I'm moving into your living room. See, I'm this, there with you. This is the God I believe in, the one that would not go throughout eternity without me, mm-hmm. but became flesh, became one of us mm-hmm. in order to save me. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's more words here. It yeah. says that we saw His glory. Yes. And again, that word glory... Uh, doxa mm-hmm. is the same word again the Greek translation of the Old Testament the Septuagint uses to describe the Shekinah glory of God yes this is the glory see remember many times the tabernacle used to be filled with glory mm-hmm. and here we have God tabernacling <laughs> with us right. and now we fully see his glory see back then we saw his glory but now we're seeing fully his glory and it says why it says this is the glory as the only begotten from the Father who is full Full of grace and truth. This is a self-revelation of God. Yes. Full of grace and truth. And that is the glory that we see in Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's the full revelation that's right, the of full God. Revelation. We got some revelation through the law and Moses mm-hmm. and the tabernacle and the sacrificial system. And actually he says this in verse 17, if you want to read it. It says here, for the law was given through Moses, grace and truth were realized through Jesus Christ. So, here is showing, saying, look, we, we've seen the glory, we've been in the tabernacle, we understand that God revealed himself through his law and through Moses, the mediator of the law, but now we're seeing even more. Mm-hmm. In the Old Testament, the glory, the Shekinah glory was so bright that you couldn't come near it, and that is one side of God's character. He mm-hmm. is holy, and he is unapproachable, almost mm-hmm. and ethereal, but there's another side of God's glory, the full revelation is seen in Jesus Christ, grace and truth. That's right. So, let's let's look at a couple of passages in the Old Testament. The first one I want to invite you to go to, both of them are in Exodus, by the mm-hmm. way. Uh, Exodus chapter 34, verse 6, is when Moses saw God. Moses had asked God to see him, and God said, okay, you're going to see my back. <laughs> That's right. You can't see me because you'll die. Yes, but I'm going to let you see some of me, mm-hmm. and Oh, man, I would have loved to be hiding there yeah, with, Moses. The wall oh, with, yeah. with Moses. As, yeah. as God placed him in the cleft of the rock, put his hand over him, passed by, and declared himself to Moses. Yes, and this is what God revealed of himself, and this is uh, what Moses said when he saw that little piece of God, whatever mm-hmm. it was that he saw, in verse 6 of chapter 34 of Exodus, Exodus 34, 6. Then the Lord passed by in front of him and, and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God compassionate and gracious, 
slow to anger, and abounding in loving kindness and truth. See, here we have both words, the gracious and mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. And even though it's not fully being revealed yet, because the full revelation of grace and truth are in Jesus Christ. That's right. When Moses saw God, he already said, I can't believe how compassionate and gracious right. you slow are. Slow to anger. And of course, the phrase here, slow to anger, is a Hebrew idiom, he of a long nose. And it means that basically it takes a long time for the, the anger in your nose to burn down to your face. <laughs> yeah, because that's the way they used to explain right. anger through that's the long right. nose. That's right. So, back then already we had a revelation, but now we fully see God when we see Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we have the same words at the end of the book of Exodus in chapter 40, verse 34 on, when it says that the glory of God would fill the tent of meeting. That's right. Don't that the tent of meeting is talking also about this tabernacle. The, the tabernacle, that's right. Now, it says in verse 34, the cloud covered the tent of meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter the tent of meeting because the cloud had settled on it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. See, here you see both sides of what we just read. It was the glory of God presented in the tabernacle, but John says, look, now God came to tabernacle himself. The flesh of Jesus Christ is the tabernacle and we're going to fully see his glory. When Moses saw God's back, he could not see God without seeing the grace and the beauty and the truth and the compassion that is there. Mm. Now, when you you just saw it in the tabernacle with the glory. All you could see was it was so bright I can't approach it. That's right. But now you see Jesus directly. S- seeing seeing God in the flesh, then you see the grace and the truth there. I want to introduce the Gospel of John through this topic because John wants so much for us to understand who Jesus is. And we're going to talk to you much about this. But because of the two levels, God in the flesh. Right. So, we have two levels, right? One God that, and man, completely God, completely man. That's, that's something right. we don't understand, but it's true. That's right. So, John is saying there's two levels here, and he's going to write his whole gospel in two levels. Mm-hmm. And it's very important for you to understand this because we're going to build upon this. There is a, a side that meets the eye, mm-hmm. and then there is the side of faith. Yeah. One is divine, one is human. That's right. And there's only one bridge between the two levels. And that is belief. Belief. So, belief is so big for John that he will use the word more than 90 times. That's incredible. Yeah, either either the verb believe mm-hmm. or the word faith, which in the Greek are the same word. Same thing. He will use it saying, if you believe, you can pass. This is the bridge to see the divine mm-hmm. in the situations. So, we have, we have Jesus' statement, and then we have the other level, which is the spiritual application, or something that Jesus does, and then there's a spiritual application Yeah, as well. sometimes you're facing a situation, and you are going like, how am I going to get out of this? And God says, if you believe, mm-hmm. you can go to the other side and see the real side of things. God will reveal it to you. Our listeners right now, there are some of you who are facing some very real trials in your life, and you're wondering, number one, am I alone? And number two, is there a purpose for all of this? And what John is telling us right now is, yes, there is a physical side, but there's also a spiritual side to your life. Number one, you are not alone because Jesus Christ is tabernacling with you. And number two, whatever's happening in your life, there's not just the physical reality. There is a behind the scenes, and Jesus will always win that behind the scenes battle for you. Yeah, because Jesus is the light of the world, and He's the one that enlightens the reality. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Jesus101Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus101Media. Until next time, live free.